Hi, my little angels. Welcome back to Angels Anonymous, the podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa. Angels Anonymous is a health and spirituality podcast hosted by myself, a 25-year-old ex-professional dancer. Now I'm a yoga instructor and integrative health coach in recovery. On this podcast, I share vulnerably about my struggles with addiction to pretty much anything and everything, including body image, food, relationships, comparison, substances, and so much more. Through an open-minded perspective, I explain how you can overcome your struggles and finally feel like you're enough. Today's episode is going to be a range of different things. I can't even tell you what the topic is going to be because I'm just going to let myself talk about the things that have been coming up for me in my life lately through women that I've been talking to through my own life lessons and just see where it leads me. So that was a quick little intro. Before we get started, let's ground down. Before we ground down, actually, I want to implement this soon. I'm not in a twerking mood right now because it's 1030 (laughs) at night where I am and I need to actually ground. But My friends and I from the virtual hangouts, the beautiful angels, thank you for showing up. We had an in-person visit um, or our first hangout in person. One of the angels had set it up for all of the girls in the Minneapolis area to meet up because a lot of the girls are from Minneapolis, which is where I'm from. And they had planned a date and I didn't plan to be home, but last minute came home to celebrate my sister's last chemo treatment. So I was in Minnesota. I got to hang out with all the girls. It was so fucking exciting. I was going to say it was so happy. I was so happy. And we talked about how twerking and like moving our hips is a way to ground ourselves. And they're like, instead of grounding, we should fucking twerk. So I in the future, maybe we'll tell you to like pause the podcast and put on a twerking song or I'll like give you a link to the playlist in the show notes um, or the song and then we can twerk together. <laughs> Sound good? Not today though. Okay, let's ground down, sit, focus. If you're not driving or doing other shit, close your eyes. Connect to your body. And tell yourself, tell your heart, it's safe to be in my body. It's safe to be with what is inside my mind, my heart, with what I'm carrying from the past, what I'm worried about in the future. It's safe to be with myself. It is safe to no longer run from myself and instead sit. Just be. Let's breathe into that deep inhale through your nose. Full body exhale. Breathe in, fill up your belly. belly. Open mouth exhale. One more, breathe in. Take one more sip of air, hold it at the top. Open mouth, exhale. Beautiful. Thanks for grounding with me today and always. 
Okay, I picked angel number 818 today. Angel number 818 tells us that the time for change has come. If you feel like certain things in your life have become a burden, you need to let them go if you want to be happy. Maybe you need to stop convincing yourself that everything is okay and change something fast. Shit. Okay. Um, so the main theme here is that we're end of, at the end of a significant phase in our lives. There's three different reasons why you could be seeing number 818. Well, there's several, but we're going to talk about the three most common. So just see in your body, stay connected to your body, just like we did when we grounded. See what resonates for you, okay? Number one is you are being asked to take control of your life. Every person is responsible for our happiness, and that's referring to you as well. You're the creator of your life. You are the captain of your ship. No one else can manage it for you. The universe is telling you to embrace self-leadership. Don't search for your happiness in other people. Find it in yourself. You're the most suitable person to determine which way your life should develop. You get to decide that. You create your own reality, your own happiness. Number two, you are being urged to trust your gut. Self-belief should be a leading star on your life path. Through this angel number, your spirit guides are sending you a message to stop looking for options in other people. That's a bad habit you should let go of. Listen to yourself carefully. What is it that you really want? Knowing what you want and need is a big step. After that, you're going to know how to react properly. Those are things only you can reach. Other people cannot help you there. I really struggle with this one. This one hits home for me because I don't know if I've talked about this before in the podcast, but growing up with three older sisters, my a huge significant part of my trauma is the fact that like I don't trust my creativity. I don't trust my individuality because I have this perception that I followed one of their three paths my whole life and I copied them. I got ridiculed for not for liking shit that wasn't cool, for wearing shit that wasn't cool to them. Like it didn't matter what it was. It could literally be the same thing that they have in a different color and they would like tell me that that's not cute or like tell me I'm a loser or something. So no shame on them. I mean, who isn't mean to their little sister? But that taught me to not trust myself, not trust my gut, not trust the things that I love. And that's really harmed me in like pursuing the things that I love down to like my personal style. I feel like I've made my style so neutral and a lot of it is because of that programming. I'm scared to step out of the box and wear the things that I'm naturally drawn to that are like more out there because I don't have someone to validate that it's cool or like I need to see someone else wearing it first in order for me to be like, okay, that's cute. So I really struggle with this and the way that I strengthen my ability to trust myself and my intuition in even really small ways is like I will see something that I naturally am attracted to or like I'll be picking out an outfit for a date night or a night out and I challenge myself to not ask an opinion from anyone else. Like if I want to buy a color water bottle, I just pick the one that I feel called to as indecisive as I feel and as much as we want a second opinion that's okay to do but just challenge yourself next time you feel your gut want to go 
and ask someone else, see if you can make that decision yourself. And that just reaffirms to your intuition, like, I trust in you. I believe in you. You're my bitch. You got my back. I love you. I'll listen to you. And that just reaffirms and strengthens your self-worth as well. Okay. (laughs) Clearly that one resonated the most for me. (laughs) Number three, surround yourself with only positive energy. Sometimes positive vibes are all that we need. Cut off everything that's toxic and negative from your life. Okay, this is unrealistic, but whatever. I'm going to keep reading. You don't need negative energy. That's sucking the life from you. Surround yourself with positive people and cheery thoughts. That will give you the power to confront the bad things in your life. The reason why you're seeing this number is a positive and good sign. You can be happy that you're seeing it. You can be happy that you're hearing it. You can be happy and grateful that I'm delivering it to you. I think that one's a bit unrealistic because it's it was very like everything, cut out all the things, very all or nothing language. While I do agree that trending towards surrounding yourself with more positive influences than not, That is a very sticky and challenging and arduous journey, or it can be. Maybe you have an easy time cutting people off. I think on the one hand, I like block people for a hobby. When people piss me off or like they're sucking my energy, I'm like, all right, bitch, bye. Um, But other times... It's tricky. There isn't like a rule book to tell you this is what's negative in your life. This is what's positive. Some things that actually might be sucking our energy or... Um, influencing us in a negative way might feel positive or it might be like a 50 like 49 51 percent split so just it's hard to tell do you know what I mean um that's how I've been feeling a lot in my life lately this is a good segue of like how to make decisions how to know what's serving me how to know what to let go of and cut myself off from off from and like move on what's still serving me what's giving me life what's bringing me joy and what's not and I struggle with this because I think in black and white a lot so I use always never language I think it's either love or fear I think that this person showing up this way or they're not showing up this way and what I get to remember, what my sponsor in my sobriety helps me remember a lot of the time when I talk to her about this stuff is you can have multiple truths, multiple things exist at the same time. It's a yes and yes type of mindset instead of yes, but this, yes and no. Like, I don't know if yes and no is even an accurate example of what I'm trying to say, but like, it's not a this or that or either or it's a yes and yes so in terms of my relationship situationship right now I am constantly assessing is the way that he's showing up for me also benefiting me am I still benefiting him and and the ways that he wants to show up is this someone that I want to spend my life with long term like I'm constantly forward thinking and assessing the situation and I think that's how my ego keeps me feeling comfortable and safe is like hyper analyzing sorry I had to wipe my nose hyper analyzing the situation instead of just enjoying the moment for what it is I'm constantly trying to see or like size up a situation to see where there's potential harm or danger because my heart has been so hurt and damaged in the past whoa I just felt a bit of sadness come up but I'm talking on a podcast so I can't let myself feel that right now I have been so I can let myself feel that but 
I'm like intellectualizing the things that I'm feeling. So it's harder for me to feel it. But I just felt that. I wanted to acknowledge that. Um, I felt so much pain in the past that I am trying to protect myself by constantly intellectualizing and like trying to see where the fires are that I will have to put out or trying to see what threats are coming up in the relationship that I might have to eventually end the relationship because of these things these red flags whatever it is like I'm someone who is almost hyper obsessed with finding the red flags versus someone who's like super ignorant of all this manipulation and bullshit that like we should have spotted from a mile away and everyone else in their life spots I feel like I have gotten to be the opposite because in my past relationships, in my first relationship, I know I've talked about this on the podcast before when I've brought up X-Man. Um, I didn't ever even, I was never taught what a red flag was. I didn't know what love bombing was. I didn't know what to look for. I didn't know what warning signs were. And so I completely lost my power and like fell for him so fucking hard and like found my identity and my dreams and everything all of my power was given to him he had complete control over my life I would do anything for that man and that made me feel so powerless so lost and so now I've almost rebounded and rebelled to the complete opposite side where I'm like constantly struggling to keep my guard down and let love in and be open to the what ifs and the potential of it working out because I know that like nothing's permanent and so in my hurt in my damaged in my wounded self I'm just like already guarded thinking like well it's probably gonna end someday like I'm only 25 this is probably gonna be another lesson He's probably only in my life for a season, not a lifetime. So I just, there's no point in fully letting my guard down or like being open to the idea of this being a long-term thing because then I could get a lot more hurt. And that's damaging to me because we can only feel as much joy and as much happiness and as much love as we allow ourselves to feel as much pain and grief and the potential for loss or things that we already have lost and I think a way that I try to protect my protect myself even still after choosing to let go of my relationship with substances I used to numb myself out and keep myself on this even plane I couldn't feel high highs I couldn't really feel the low lows because I was just numb all the fucking time and I still get really clever um in ways that I approach my life and my habits and the ways that I numb out and stay focused on multiple things at once all the time so that I like don't have to feel with what's inside or feel the threat of like being in pain being heartbroken the fear of losing this guy that I'm with um or the fear of you know God's will the power of the universe the force of love the whatever creative force that runs this world and keeps the nature the seasons moving and the sun rising and setting if this power of creative life force energy doesn't want me and this man to be together it is going to eventually take him out of my life and I think that's where I'm battling right now is like my will versus the universe's will and what I've been praying about or what I've been waking up and like asking from the universe from God lately is like can you just please 
help me be open to your will and just knowing like, yes, it is my choice. I'm not trying to give my power away and say like, well, I don't have a choice. Like whatever God's will, this man in the sky. It's like, no, I'm co-creating with the universe. But what helps me surrender and give up this like false illusion of control and like my ego's will is me saying to this greater creative energy, this divine, you know, force that I I'm open to your will. I'm open to what you have in store for me. And if what I have in my life now isn't what you have planned, please lead me towards what you do have planned because I know that your solutions and your gifts are greater than anything that I could dream of or hold on to or want for myself, right? There's an analogy out there of like, okay, let's say I bought a pair of shoes and I am literally obsessed with this pair of shoes. It's the perfect color and fabric and it goes with all of my outfits and I'm like, I would never ever want to sell these or give them up. No one can borrow them. I'm just like holding on to them with my dear fucking life. I don't even want to wear them outside depending on what's going on or where I'm going because I don't want them to get a freaking scuff on them. And God or the universe has like a whole fucking closet full of beautiful shoes in similar colors, all different like styles and whatever. And I could like have all of those if I were to just let go of me clinging onto this one pair of shoes. I could have the whole closet, but because I'm choosing my will and what I think I want for my life so bad, I can't even see. I'm not even open to the other opportunity, that whole fucking closet of shoes, okay? It could be anything. It could be like this car that I have and there could be like this decked out car that God has planned for me, but I'm holding so tightly onto what I have right now because I'm so scared of losing that thing but knowing that like god universe divine life force energy whatever it is that you believe in um even the energy of love has the most amazing shit planned for us yeah we have to go through seasons of uncertainty of fear of doing some hard fucking work but the other side of that is always something more fruitful, more prosperous, more abundant, more fulfilling, more joyful, more loving than what I could have ever imagined. And honestly, like in my relationship with this guy now, the last guy that I was dating, remember Hike Boy from like season one when I was not even a year sober yet. I wasn't ready to date, but I was like, this guy is it. He's from Minnesota. His license plate has an angel number. This is the fucking guy. And I was holding so tightly on to him that like it ended up slipping through my fingers. It had no room to grow because I was like suffocating it. And that energy translated. He probably didn't even consciously know it, but like God was like, no, you are not fucking ready. And he's also not the guy for you, at least not right now. Um, Side note, I do want to say that I don't believe there is any one person. Like, you are the one that you're looking for when we treat ourselves with the same love that we would want in a partner. we That's who we attract into our lives. So when I really started doing the work on, like, healing my attachment style, giving myself back the love that I was seeking, and stepping back into my power, that's when the current mans that I'm seeing came into my life. And while he is amazing, while I do see 
see a future with him. He sees a future with me. Like, we have such beautiful communication. I love him and I want things to work out long term so fucking bad. But I know the second that I start grasping onto that, my energy starts to feel desperate. I start to feel fearful. And like, that's the energy that I lead with into the relationship instead of this like whole abundant like magnetic energy that I showed up with when we started seeing each other I can feel it switch on on a flip on the flip of a dime on the flip of a coin whatever you fucking say and it takes constant effort to stay in this magnetic energy what I've learned for me that I've rebelled against so fucking much. For me right now, it is working with the sponsor and having that accountability and going through the 12 steps, which I don't want to fucking do, okay? Like any of you who's out there getting sober and are in a more like spiritual, feminine, woke type of recovery path, yeah, I'm sure you know how I feel. Like I fucking hate the fact that two old men wrote this book and whatever, but like the principles of the 12 steps basically line up um believing in a power greater than yourself, so surrendering to the flow of the universe and like choosing to be a part of that stream and not go against the grain of it by like wanting your own fucking ego's will every single day and trying to force this energy of control and like this is the thing I want. I'm just going to like squeeze all of this into this small tiny box and see if it's all going to fit in there. You uh, instead let go, surrender and allow yourself to be open to whatever is next and being open doesn't mean not taking action. It just means that you are, you're open. You're ready to like take action that feels in flow and in alignment with you. You know in your body when something doesn't feel in alignment or when you feel like you're forcing something. So it doesn't mean you just sit back and watch everything unfold, but like you kind of can at the same time. I say this all the time, but like a flower blooms without fucking forcing anything. It just like is chilling and it bears this beautiful flower and we just get to witness it. And like that's kind of what the divine feminine is here for. We're not here to like force and be masculine and blah, blah, blah. We need that masculine energy to exist in this world, but we're meant to be in alignment with that divine flow and how we get there is hard fucking work it is discipline that's where that masculine energy comes in it takes discipline to be rooted and in flow it takes discipline to fill ourselves up to stay clear of um fear and resentments and all of the negative energies that build up it takes so much work and practice and like prioritizing ourselves and setting boundaries to stay clear and that's where I've really been struggling especially since starting to see this guy is like when I wasn't seeing anyone and when I was single I gave so much time to myself and me and my friend Abby were just talking about this and I like mocked her kind of because she was like God, when I live by myself, I used to like dance all the time. And now that I'm living with my boyfriend, like I just fucking snuggle with him all the time instead. And I'm like, oh, poor you. Like you have a warm body to snuggle next to every day instead of twerk. Like, you know, anyone who's single would be like, shut the fuck up. But like, seriously, there is a beautiful gift in the singleness and it is 
unlimited, unconditional time with yourself, it was easier for me to put myself first. It was easier to go to meetings. It was easier to go to yoga. It was easier to contact my sponsor and my friends and just like, I'm looking at my weekly planner right now and it was so easy to just fill up my whole week knowing like I get to choose how much time I'm going to spend on each thing and knowing I'm going to go to bed by myself every night and like I have my whole week written out right now and I've wrote down even like options for an open gym day or a yoga flow and then my brain's like well what is my man's doing like I wonder if we're going to hang out this night or like my plans end up changing because he's a part of the picture and that's what happens when we get into um a relationship with a significant other of sorts we get to compromise and like bend our rules and our rigidity a little bit and that's why I think a season of life of being single is so important because you really figure out what those boundaries and what prioritizing yourself and self-love looks like so that when you get into a relationship and you start to get lost in the honeymoon phase or just like in general it's hard to balance everything life and ourselves and work and them and friends and all the things and you can feel when you start to get off of your path you can feel when your power starts to leave you and I know I talked about this in other episodes but it's been really important for me to choose myself and continue to show up and part of that oh what I was going to say with the 12 steps is like choosing a power greater than yourself clearing your heart of all of the shit just like writing some massive events in your life down of like where you have a lot of resentments with those main people in your life mom dad family members main friend breakups or guy breakups whatever it is um I've written that down and it doesn't mean that like all of a sudden I write it down and I'm clear of it but there is something to be said for like putting that on paper or like exposing that to the light if you've never looked at that before. I have looked at that so that exercise like wasn't as powerful for me but then after that you look at like the the qualities within yourself that you really struggle with. They call them your character defects but it's like for me um, my shadow side I guess and that's like my people pleaser my jealousy um, when I feel out of alignment with the energy of love this is also something I really wanted to talk about today was like I just want to fucking expose myself real quick so I really struggle with comparison on social media that's why I'm very choosy with the people that I follow that's why I have to take social media hiatuses a lot and I feel like I'm on the cusp of needing to take another like month break or something because I just need a reset um I looked at this girl's page from my hometown the other day and she is just like the most beautiful on the outside like fucking hot ass bitch I've ever seen she's also blonde has huge boobs some of you who are from prior lake probably already fucking know what I'm talking about who I mean who I'm talking about so through the course of like me following her which I don't even follow her I think I like saw someone else post of her and then I like went to her page 
every time I go to her page, I, it feels like a relapse because I know I'm just going to gonna go down this like comparison spiral of like, how the fuck are you this hot? How do you pull all of these dudes? How do you have this many followers? How do you have the energy to post these hot pictures and take like modeling pics every single day? How do you have the money to afford all of the like dope ass trendy outfits that you do? Like I just literally can't even fathom and keep up. And so my brain went down this spiral when I looked at her because now she's dating this like other fucking athlete boyfriend and like the last four boyfriends that she's had have been athletes of some sort and I'm like part of me is judging her like oh fucking course she's dating another athlete and then like I realize that that's my insecurity being like why am I not still like that like why am I not trying harder to like be hotter and like pull these athletic bros and I had then I went got in the shower like after I spiraled and I had these shower thoughts about like Vanessa cut it the fuck out you are on the path that you are on for a fucking reason you are not meant to be the hot influencer bitch that makes other people hate their bodies hate their life whatever and if that makes her feel confident and she feels beautiful and she's a model or whatever her purpose is that's none of my fucking business the only business that's my business is mine and when I steer clear of comparison and spending too much time consuming on social media looking at other people's accounts for ideas for all the ways that I am not cool enough hot enough smart enough creative enough that is a dangerous place for my brain to be in when I'm actually focusing on myself and like my wins for the day for the week all of the ways that I love myself all of the things that I'm grateful for about my body my health my community my qualities the ways that I've grown it's like when I'm full in that way I don't even waste my time looking at shit like that but sometimes it takes a lot of energy to like pull me back and be like okay I forgive you for looking at that I forgive you for like creeping on your ex-best friend I forgive you for (laughs) whatever the fuck you were doing unblocking your ex and looking at him like I I go down some interesting holes sometimes depending on where my mental health and my self-worth is at, but I notice it and I have to bring myself back. And hanging out with the girls from the virtual hangouts really filled my cup back up. Hearing them show like their words of appreciation and affirmation for what this podcast has done, like whenever someone reminds me of like what I am doing and the influence I'm influence I'm making like for me as bad as this is I don't know if this is bad or not but like I need to hear it from someone else because I have a hard time validating that within myself and it's just like it's so fucked up how my mind can be so mean to myself and literally make me feel like I'm like the ugliest most uncool lame bitch because I'm not like I don't have 10k followers and I'm not posting modeling pictures every day and it's like if I actually sit with myself and ask myself would I rather have that would I rather be that would I rather look like that would I rather be making the impact that I'm making through authenticity vulnerability whatever and it's like I still know I'm fucking hot too and all of you who are listening are fucking hot too no matter what you believe no matter what you've been told you are beauty is a perception It's not some standard that was made up by like the patriarchy and men and whatever skinny white blonde bitches like 
even though I kind of fall under that category, I don't feel like I do. The body dysmorphia and like beauty dysmorphia is real. But like, it's just so fucked up how our mind can be so mean to us. And I just needed to wrap myself out for that because I hope, I hope not. I hope that you don't relate to this and you're like, damn, your mind is fucked up. But I also do hope that you relate to this and you're like, oh my god, this is not some shit that I would normally like say out loud because this isn't some shit I would normally say out loud either, but I know that this podcast and who I attract to listen to this, like it's a safe space for me to share and like I had to get this out there. I'll probably talk about it with my friends and like my sponsor too now that I've like had the realization that I need to talk about it and do something about it because it really does affect my mental health negatively but like that comparison spiral whatever the fuck you compare yourself to whether it's other accounts of the same shit that you're doing to try to get ideas but then it makes you feel shitty about like where they're at versus where you're at or if you want to start a podcast and you're like looking at me and you're like she's already three seasons in she's only 25 years old and I'm 30 something and why the fuck haven't I started mine yet just stop just fucking stop like back to the whole divine flow of the universe we were put in this body on this planet at this time with this family doing this thing whatever the fuck we are doing wherever we're at at this moment for a fucking reason we all have different people that we can touch and like connect to even literally before I got in this podcast I was listening to another podcast to try to get ideas because I was like not trusting I didn't like have something on my heart I haven't honestly lately had like a list of things that I'm like ready to fucking talk about I'm honestly I've been going on a whim lately because I'm like I'm just I just need to be in the flow I've gotten a lot of the major things that I've wanted to talk about like addiction and um the to my haters podcast like that was some shit I knew I needed to get out someday um I've talked about a lot of the things that I want to talk about so now it feels like the things I want to discuss in my podcast aren't as big as like the main topics that I really needed to get off my chest so I started doubting myself feeling like I don't know what the fuck to talk about next and I was listening to this podcast hoping that I would get some inspiration then I started swiping through Apple podcasts um, based on the one I was listening to it came up with like other ones and I got overwhelmed and I'm like oh my god everyone's podcast like profile picture is so fucking cool there is so many podcasts about abundance and manifestation and all the things and ooh, should I call my podcast something like this should I talk about this how is anyone ever going to want to listen to mine like I'm getting under 100 listens lately like just all of this mental chatter it never ends so how do we get ourselves out of it it's like we have to meet ourselves where we're at and look at that insecurity and be like okay what the fuck is there? Is this true? Is this, where is this coming from? Who told me this? Why? Why is this coming up? And investigate. And if it's too overwhelming to investigate by ourselves, you got to reach out for support. You got to call someone. You got to talk to someone about this because we all go through it and guarantee you the person that you talk to, if you want to, if you don't have anyone to talk to, you got to come to the virtual hangouts. Sorry, but you got to come because we talk about this shit all the time. Um, we got to get this off of our chest 
Because if our brain is consumed by all of the ways we're comparing ourselves, all of the insecurities that we have, all of the body image shit, all of the food control shit, all of the ways in which we're like insecure in our relationships and don't think that we're serving our purpose and like all of the fear-based energy thoughts, we are not going to be where what is left in our brain, what space is left for us to serve our purpose? What space is left for us to actually show, is left for us to actually show up in the energy that we are born to be in, which is abundance. This abundant energy comes from being open, being rooted, being in an energy of love, prioritizing ourselves, taking care of ourselves, doing what lights us up, doing more of um, oh, what we talked about in our virtual ha- uh, virtual hangout that was in person yesterday was one of our icebreakers was like, what are we obsessed with? Do more of that. What are you obsessed with? One girl said roller skating. One girl said matcha lattes. One girl said, um, what the fuck else was said? Uh, nature, anything. What are you obsessed with? <laughs> My answer was the guy that I'm seeing and then I was like, wait, actually it's tarot readings on TikTok and like pumpkin things too after I heard all the other girls share and I'm like, oh fuck, okay, you ex-recovering love addict, like we need to put that in check and then one of my friends, Abby, the one who's on the podcast, look at me and she's like, that can be your answer, like Derek can be your answer, but like also we should probably check on that later. (laughs) So if your current obsession is the person that you're seeing... That can be your answer, but we also need to check on that because is that going to actually fill me up? Is that something that I can create wholeness within myself from? No. And the second that I put my dependence on happiness of happiness onto him, shit goes haywire. Let me tell you, I feel the dynamic of our relationship flip in an instant when I'm showing up from that place. So I get to constantly work, talking to my sponsor, going to yoga, going to meetings, journaling, like staying in touch with the moon cycles, planning out my weeks, putting myself first in all of these different ways in the circle of life, all of those primary food categories I talked about in the last podcast, or maybe it was two, excuse me, podcasts ago, your spiritual life, home cooking, joy, career, all of those things, are you scheduling that in your planner with the ability to be flexible and know like it's okay if I don't get shit done um, in the order or in the timeline that I originally wanted to or if I say I want to go to a berries class tomorrow and then I end up not having time before I fly out like that's fucking okay or today I said that I was going to return something, I was going to hang out with a friend, and neither of those things ended up working out. So, like, I end up just having to, like, cross those off, not check the box, but, like, I have to scribble them out. Are you nice to yourself when you have to scribble out your goals? If you are super rigid with a calendar or, like, a planner, can you give yourself that grace of, like, it's okay that I didn't get this done, I can move it to tomorrow, or, like, not everything has to get done right now just because I came up with it and put it on a to-do list. Um, my first thing on my calendar for this week was twerk, meditate, and then get coffee. I didn't wake up till 11.30. I looked at my phone, saw that my man's called me. I call him back before I even put myself first. And I knew it as the phone was ringing. I'm like, fuck, I am showing my energy that he matters more than I do. 
I'm showing my energy and myself, my soul, my heart that like I want instant gratification more than connecting to my own energy first. I looked at texts and Instagram and called him back all before I meditated and before I twerked, but I still fucking did it. And I still like the only reason why I was able to put myself first eventually and start to make that habit shift was because I put it down in my planner. Like I took a moment yesterday on Sunday is when I like to do it to like sit and check in with myself and like write down what I actually want for my week what feels in balance instead of going starting my week and then having no fucking clue or plan of what I'm going to do and so eventually I took care of myself took care of my needs the second thing on my to-do list was record my podcast I had this vision of like waking up maybe around 10 a.m with no alarm twerking Um, meditating going to get coffee coming back home recording my podcast then I went and saw my grandma no I wake up at 11 30 talk to my mans for probably 30 to 45 minutes finally twerk then I go get lunch with my mom and oh I twerk meditate go get lunch with my mom get coffee on the way so I could still (laughs) check that box off oh it's 11 11 um check that box off but I also wanted a pumpkin cream cold brew because Alina inspired me to do more of what I'm obsessed with so then I fill myself up and feel self-love and self-worth and sometimes it is like a free practice like meditating or breathing sometimes it is retail therapy or a fucking pumpkin cold brew so I got that went to lunch with my mom and like I constantly am navigating this this balance of like, do I go with what's offered to me in the moment? Do I go get lunch with my mom or do I say, no, I have to record my podcast. In that moment, I don't know if that was the right choice. There is no right choice. I got to enjoy food with my mom. I hadn't ate yet that day. There wasn't today, that day. Um, there wasn't a lot of breakfast food at my house. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go get food with my mom. Then I went to my grandma's, thought I was maybe going to record my podcast there. Didn't end up doing that. Ended up having dinner with my family. Ended up going to an AA meeting after that. Now it's 11 p.m. and I'm recording my podcast and editing it all in the same night. Is that self-sabotage? Maybe, yeah. But I also like have just come to terms with the fact that I'm a night owl as fuck. I do struggle with procrastination. I'm trying to rewrite that narrative. But I still got to like enjoy quality time with my family and sometimes... I don't know. It's hard for me to say because I really do struggle with putting my boundaries first and I do choose what's enjoyable and like fun and relieving in the moment, which is going to get lunch with my mom or whatever it was. Um, And for some reason, I feel like my creative genius and like my ability to focus comes out later at night. There's probably some research for that with the whole bedtime procrastination thing. But anyways, That's what I chose to do and that's okay, but I still got myself, I put myself first and got myself into my day, if that makes sense. Like I I connected to myself throughout the day and I did, what, what my win was is like I did leave family dinner when I said I was going to and I did still make it to the AA meeting that I wanted to go to. That is where it's like we can look at the ways where we did struggle to set boundaries um, in AA in the steps that would be like our character defects or the ways that like I've people pleased or I struggle to put myself first. Um, but I also get to look at my wins. Where did I show up for myself today that 
is slowly changing um, my habits that I want to break or slowly shifting me into the um, aligned version of myself that I envision myself being? How did I show up for myself in the ways that I do envision myself being in the future? We are already embodying the parts of who we want to be in the future. It might not look perfectly from the second I wake up to when I go to bed of who I want to be, but like I did show up for myself in certain moments and I'm I get to be proud of that. I get to enjoy that and we get to celebrate ourselves for that. There's something that can get toxic about this like growth mindset and this is also something that we talked about in our in-person hangout with the virtual babes from Angels Anonymous. I was talking to Rose and Abby about this of like we can get so focused on needing to grow all the time especially for me right now. It's me with my partner like is he helping me grow? Oh my god if he's not do I need to end it blah 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 and I'm looking for all these ways in which I'm not currently happy and it's like what if instead I just celebrated what is currently going right right now what if I celebrated all the ways in which he is amazing and he does show up for me and trust that like if we end up not being in alignment that's going to reveal itself I don't need to worry my way to that solution or that answer I don't need to control it I can just like enjoy it for what it is and Peace is safe for me to be in. I feel like my ego and my nervous system is so comfortable and so wired and geared towards surviving in this like cleaning up the mess, constantly looking for growth, like what's next type of mindset that I forget to celebrate what the fuck I've already accomplished or where I'm currently at that like I dreamed of being. Nothing's ever going to be perfect or the way that we dream of it because in the present moment we still have all of that inner chatter so like we can fantasize the concert, the relationship, that pivotal peak moment where we're like yes it can be magical but we also um sorry I just got a text I got distracted for a second it can be magical but we also have this inner dialogue that doesn't go away especially if you get sober and you're um you removed yourself from substances in your life so how can we celebrate ourselves and soak in the moments that we've dreamed of before they're over, how do we actually get to sit in them? And one of my friends said to me, like, I hope you get to sit, take some time to sit in the accomplishments that you've achieved because you have made huge strides and like you deserve to celebrate that. Another friend was like, holy shit, dude, I can't even fathom the fact that like this whole group of like-minded women you got together and you were the common thread. That is magic. And I'm like, I get to celebrate and how perfect that our, virtu- our virtual in-person hangout was on the full moon, like a peak moment that symbolizes celebration and the end of a cycle and like things coming to fruition and bearing fruit. Like that was such a tangible example for that in my life. But I could have diminished it and just been like, well, it was just some girls hanging out that like we got together and whatever. It's like, no, this is actually like work and process and steps of what I've been dreaming of 
for years up to this point and it's a big fucking deal and if we don't take the time to celebrate the things that we've accomplished for me it's my podcast it is the virtual group and the consistency that I've been able to show up in because I couldn't fucking do that when I wasn't sober I avoided and ditched and ghosted every fucking thing every relationship everything I started the mindful muscles like yoga and fitness thing that me and my friends started this brand that we had on Instagram that we had started growing I was still in my active use back then and like I ended up ditching that her life got busy but I also was like so high all the time that I couldn't fucking I couldn't show up for that anymore I had a health coaching client in the past like over the pandemic couldn't show up for him anymore ended up ditching that like I couldn't stick with anything and now that I'm sober it is my consistency is a testament for like why the fuck being sober is so important and why it matters to me so much and I think once I got an once I had gotten out of the toughest part of my sobriety, which is like the first year, I was like, now what? And that's why I started dab- dabbling with psychedelics again. That's why I got away from working my program or my own recovery process. That's why I got kind of lazy because I wanted to like fall back into victim mode and be able to gossip and have my life seem like it wasn't, I wasn't accountable for all the things showing up. I just like wanted to complain and be like out of conscious work mode for a while yes we do deserve breaks but like if you want the best results in your life the most aligned results the most high vibrational energy flowing into your life it takes conscious work we can't just be in like off mode not looking at our shit not seeing all the ways in which we contributed to the things that have shown up later on in the steps in AA after like looking at your quote-unquote character defects telling your sponsor about them it talks about like um I think you resolve resentments and you like talk to people about them you like confront people and apologize to people that you've hurt in the past if it doesn't hurt them which I don't know how I feel about that step but whatever and then another step is like constantly taking a like daily inventory at night of the ways in which you showed up that were fearful or um you were resentful or you were angry or um just like any negative emotion there's there's all of these different words that they use in the book but like how did we show up that wasn't in alignment with who we truly are where did I lie where was I not honest and when we can clean house and like look at ourselves on a daily basis these things don't build up into like huge mountains we can keep ourselves clear to be a vessel for this energy of love and abundance that we want to flow through us and then that's naturally what we attract and then we feel open and deserving enough for material abundance to come in for love to come in without me feeling like I have to self-sabotage it by like letting my scarcity beliefs about money or love take center stage it's like when I'm clear and connected to my higher power that's when things work out pretty fucking well for me that's when material abundance has flowed my way is when I feel like I'm in my power and my power is directly connected to how dependent and how surrendered I am to my higher power how connected I am to my meditation practice how much I am praying or turning it over to God to the universe and just being like I know that you live inside of me I know that you're there for me but I also am willing to surrender to 
the flow of the stream. I'm not going to fight it. I'm going to swim with you or row with you or whatever it is. I'm going to go with you and just see, be open to what happens because I know what you have in store for me. The whole closet of shoes is way better than the one fucking pair of shoes that I'm clinging so tightly onto, right? Or the, the one car that I have that works really well that I can get through the mountains with. It probably isn't as good as the fucking decked out Forerunner Range Rover that God has in store for me. And that's <laughs> a metaphor of like what God has in store for our lives. And I have to remind myself that, yeah, I, I am still going through some financial insecurity. I am in an in-between. I am having to grind with a serving job and a coffee shop job. And I'm not charging um, people what I probably fucking should be or like I'm not soliciting myself for the things that I have to offer in the way that I want to. I'm not quote unquote there yet. And that's okay because the abundance that I have around me with my family, with the women and the community that we have, with all of the support, with all of the tools I have access to, like some people who are billionaires will never have access to that amount of wealth and internal abundance. Wealth is a currency it is currency comes from the word current I also got this like a lot of this from the podcast I just listened to which is the boss babe podcast um wealth is a currency and it keeps flowing right so when we see on an ego level that this person has this this girl's hot she has those boobs she has that boyfriend this person has this money in this house that is all a fucking illusion because we are all connected to the same thing and this life I like to tell myself it's like literally a video game it's not fucking real we live in the matrix it's an illusion so you could say like what the fuck is the point but there is a point to this life it all matters so much but at the same time it none of it fucking matters right like following our purpose following our creativity our purpose is our creativity creating what calls to us what wants to flow through us the things that we feel gifted at like we have to allow ourselves to create in order to feel fulfilled in order to feel purposeful or live life on purpose if we're not we're going to be anxious we're going to be depressed we're going to be in addiction we're going to be disconnected the opposite of addiction is connection so how can we connect to ourselves to the people around us to our passions and just follow it and like for me it's been easiest to follow my passion of speaking my voice through this podcast through the virtual hangout and not charging for it eventually I can create like my business and yeah I am health coaching on the side so I am making money from the things that I um I feel gifted at and the things I feel called to do for my career but it doesn't have to happen overnight and I also get to celebrate the fact that I have a client right now right I get to celebrate the fact that I have a job of some sort that I am living in the place that I've dreamed of living even though it doesn't exactly look like my next you know level or my next chapter of what I want to manifest of living by myself or having this having that it I get to celebrate it right now and when we show the universe when we show ourselves what we're grateful for right now we can attract more of that thing right what we focus on grows so if I'm focusing on what's going really well while also allowing myself to be honest and accountable for what what else is showing up what lessons am I learning how is you know the ways that the guy I'm seeing or one of my best friends or the person the people that I live with how are they showing up 
in a way that's mirroring something to me that I need to look at for myself without me, you know, gaslighting myself and taking on all their shit. Like, how can I learn lessons from what how the people are showing up around me? Where do I feel like I'm lacking? Where do I feel like I am playing victim mode and complaining or gossiping? Okay, let me let me acknowledge those things. Let me talk through that with someone who's not going to put gas on the fire, like someone who's actually going to offer up objective solutions or like an objective space to hold for me, not someone who's just going to continue to echo and like amplify the shit that I want to talk about. Um, how can I do that? And how can I also celebrate myself and be grateful and thankful and show the universe like I am fucking happy in this moment because of all of the abundance around me and all of the ways that it shows up. The fact that I have a microphone to talk to this podcast in or my computer or my phone or a bed to sleep in at my parents and like the ability to fly back to Denver tomorrow like our life is a luxury and the more that we recognize it, the more that we appreciate it truly and get into that energy, that's the energy that we're going to tune to within the universe and then we will attract more of that. It gives, It's giving the energy of trust. It's giving the energy of abundance by being like at peace and grateful for where we are while also being open and like taking accountable for the ways that we want to grow. Does that make sense? Wow. I fucking went off. I did not know I was going to talk for an hour. Holy shit. I literally don't even know what I just said. So I'm going to go back and edit this and um, <laughs> come up with the title. I literally don't know what I just fucking said. Okay. I hope you liked it. <laughs> Have a beautiful day, week, night, whatever you're doing. I love you. If you enjoyed this podcast, go give me a five-star review on Spotify, please. And share it with someone that you love. Share it with someone that you feel like they would resonate with this or post it on your story. Um, do a little screen recording of a part that you like and then post it on your Instagram and tag Vanessa Persephone and Angels Anonymous podcast. Otherwise, if you want to come to the virtual hangouts, Sundays, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we hang out for an hour. We talk about life topics just like this. Next Sunday, we're probably going to talk about, oh, actually, we're having one on Thursday too. Message me on Instagram. Instagram if you want to come to that. Otherwise, there's a link in my TikTok bio to sign up for the Google Forms to get the link. And we're going to talk about this shit. We're going to talk about like the secret ways that we compare ourselves and like bring that shit to the surface. Actually call out the shit that we're too embarrassed to talk about. If you if they want to talk about it, they can. Um, but we'll probably talk about other shit too. Okay. I just had a lot of spit in my mouth. Love you.